What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, Route 25, you already know what it is, props to everybody yesterday, um, F- Father's Day, all the fathers, some moms, you're on that grind too, I know, you know, but love for you, my mom was a single mom, uh, raising my brother and sister and I, uh, so I know the grind that, uh, that you're on too, um, crazy day yesterday, you know, um, you know, listen, I'm not a social justice warrior, you know, snowflake, whatever you want to call, you know, whatever you want to label, you know, like I said, my whole show, Chill the Craziness, is supposed to be, um, objective, uh, commentary on what's going on, uh, in the world, try to bring some balance and um you know not too much bias it's gonna be a little bias but not too much bias you know at the same time be entertaining um to, uh, to all my listeners like i said i appreciate everybody who takes their time out of their day to listen to me that means a lot um i appreciate the uh, the feedback um in the um you know, and, and the stuff that I'm learning from everybody, you know, shout out to my main man, Zach. I thanked him the other day, schooling me um, on the Confederate statues uh, years ago. I was able to impart that knowledge uh, into my podcast, some people who didn't know. Um, so shout out to him. I talked to him offline. We had, we had a nice conversation. Um, uh, but my last call podcast, uh, you know, I, um, I listened to one of my shows. Sometimes I listen to one of my shows to see where I can improve. I said George Floyd's name on. I said George Lloyd. Uh, so um, some of you might not have caught that. Some of you did catch it. So uh, so apologize to uh, his uh, him and his family uh, for getting his name wrong. Uh, we talk about integrity all the time. You know, doing the right thing when no one else is watching. And um, you, know, you can't say you have integrity or you can't wish upon people to have integrity and you don't have integrity yourself. You know, um, a few weeks ago, you know, I said... I wanted to challenge everybody and to be uh, the best version that they could be. Um, We're going to add on to that motivation um, at the end. Um, But what I said in the beginning about not being, you know, SJW and, um, you know, know, we're calling snowflakes and all that and all that, you know, crazy stuff. Um, You know, I want to talk about sports, you know. Uh, we got some hot sneakers coming out. LeBron James graffiti is coming out tomorrow. You know I'm getting those tomorrow. Uh, you know where I'm going to be at 945. I'm going to get the alert on my phone. I'm getting ready for 10 a.m. Fast fingers. I'm going to get that. Uh, I'm going to get those sneakers. They had a hot pair of shoes uh, that came out to support the gay community. So Air uh, Air Force Ones. They were hot shoes. I, I like them a lot. Uh, so, uh, shout, shout out to Nike for doing that. Uh, support of the... Uh, uh, the uh, the gay community, you know, or you know, the LBTQ, you know, okay, you know, if I said that wrong, I apologize. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Um, so like I said, shout out to Nike. Um, or I told JT, I'm getting the, uh, um, I'm getting the um, uh, Jordan 11s low, uh, for Landon. That's gonna be his back to school shoes. Uh, so I'm getting that for him. I should cover pair for myself, but I won't though. Uh, but you know, I'm gonna get them for him. The little boy got spoiled. But I'm gonna talk about my son in a little bit. Uh, but like I said, Father's Day yesterday. Um, I went out for a morning run. 
Um, I was going to do a long run, but I got at Bay Moms um, before my run. I forgot what time I was supposed to get landing. Um, shout out to Marie. Um, and um, I was talking to her through text during my run. Um, so I shortened up the run. I mean, I still did a little bit over three miles like I usually do. Um, so I, I turned around at the usual spot and, um, someone was yelling at me saying some, you know, some, you know, racially insensitive things, uh, to my weight while I'm running. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, some of you guys don't know this. Um, when I came back from deployment, I went out to a local bar here in town and, uh, someone called me, uh, Connected the N word while I was at the bar. First, I was like, I wasn't like drunk or anything. I was having the usual chicken tenders and fries. I think I had a Jack and Coke, just one Jack and Coke because I was driving. Um, you well, know, so I have one drink, chill out, eat my chicken tenders and fries, and go home. Um, you know, mini celebration for being back. And then, you know, and uh, I was like, I didn't hear that. You know, you know, you know, like you hear something like crazy and you're like, nah, nah, I didn't hear what I thought I heard. I was like, maybe the Jack and Coke is getting to me because I haven't been, uh, you know, have a drink alcohol in, like, in, in almost a year. Maybe that's what it is. I'm buzzing off of one Jack and Coke already. Like now. Nah. Then the dude said it again. I'm like, oh. OK. And I'm looking at the bartender like I know you're hearing this. Like you ain't going to kick this dude out. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? And nothing happened. So I finished up uh, my chicken tender and fries. And, my, you know, had my my one drink. And I, and I left. You know? And then less than a year later, right, I'm out for my run. And someone's saying something again. Right? It's supposed to be Father's Day. My son goes to school in this community. Right? And that's what you're saying. Right? You know, to a guy who's just running, trying to stay in shape, you know, you know, giving his cardio up, you know, that's, that's, that's what we're doing. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that started off my day lovely. And then I picked up Landon. Um, uh, we were supposed to get, uh, he wanted this video game. I said, all right, Landon, let's go. Let's go get it. Um, and um, he was, yeah, he made this crazy sh- long shot. He must have been about damn near 20 feet away. And he made it, you know. And I was like, he's like, I, I make this shot, Dad. I'll get the video game. I, I was like, whatever. He made it. Like, oh, I got to, like, get this video game for him. So I got the video game for him. Uh, and on our way driving, you know, that's when I had a, a long talk with my son. I said to him. Um, I was warning him, Landon, remember I told you a long time ago about not to run from the police, you know, this and that nature, you know, we went over that, told him to go five miles over the speed limit or texting and driving, you know, I told, I told my son, if you get arrested one day, you listen to the cops, you do whatever they tell you to do, right, and then, Landon, when you get your, you know, your you know, your phone call, I was like, Landon, I don't care what you did. I don't care what happened. You call me or your mom. But let, I'm let you know, I got your back. 
and you call me. All right. And y'all all quiet. Like, yo, you're like, you good? It's like, well, yeah, I got to tell you something. I was like, what happened? He was like, I know. I didn't want to tell you this because they didn't want to hurt you. I'm like, what, what are you trying to say? You know, and then Landon's like, you know, I feel more comfortable riding the car with my mom than with you. You know, um, I wasn't upset or anything of that nature. Um, but I said, you know, Landon, the way things are going on right now, um, I understand where you're coming from. And hopefully we live in a society one day where your children don't have to feel that way, Landon. I hope that happens. Um, like I said, I'm glad you told me. I told you, don't be afraid to tell me anything, you know. And part of the reason why I'm telling this story, and that's just because it happened yesterday. I was reading, I was on my friend's uh, Facebook page. He mentioned about how Donald Trump was getting a committee together. Like I've been asking for on my podcast, you guys know, but I'm finally getting a committee together to discuss, um, um, you know, police reform, brutalities, um, and things of that nature. And my, and and his brother commented and said, "Oh my, Trump shouldn't be pandering." Uh, you know, you know, towards the flavor of the month or something like that, and said uh, he should go back to his 2016 campaign, make America great again. Uh, where am I going with this? We're gonna get there. Right now, right? You know, when it's not 2016, 2021. Two, when your child says to you that they're not comfortable being in the same car as you, right? We got a problem, all right? Because I guarantee you, your child ain't saying that to you, right? You can go out jogging and you're going to be all right. No one's going to yell nothing to you. In your neighborhood that you live in. You know what I'm saying? We got a problem, people. If people are not knowing what's going on and not knowing what's up. So like I said, I'm going to stay being having uncomfortable conversations. I'm not going to say I'm going to talk like this all the time. I don't want to talk like this all the time. But like I said, this happened to me yesterday, and it's just like, damn. You know what I'm saying? It's like, god damn, man. And it's you know, it's just sad. And I, I, there's another incident that happened. This happened actually January 1st. I was with Sarah, and shout out to Sarah Manzi. Um, we were at Applebee's eating our chicken tenders and fries. We love our chicken tenders and fries. That's what we, we you know, we love that, right? We're having a, a lovely date together. And like I said, celebrating the New Year's. And there are two black women behind us commenting on Sarah in a negative way. Only because I was with her. Right. And they were saying like something like, who the hell thinks she is? Thinks she's Michelle Pfeiffer or something like that. Anybody who knows Sarah Manzi knows Sarah Manzi is not blonde. So I don't know how you could compare Sarah Manzi. To Michelle Pfeiffer, 
those two things do not go together, right? And anybody who's been around Sarah, they know within the first 15 seconds that she's amazing on amazing. And she's one of the most fantastic people ever to grace the universe. And for her to get judged based off the color of her skin and not the content of her character is egregious. Because all you have to do is talk to the woman and you will know that she's about something and she's for real. And she's the most kind and she's the most sweet person ever. And I was really, really hurt. Now, she acted with class and dignity. I did not. Okay. I started, you know, hugging up on her, kissing up on her more. You know, so to, to let those two women know that that's my woman. And I don't give a damn what you think about me. Right? Because you're really talking about me. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you're around Sarah Mendes, you know she's an amazing woman. And any... You know, male, I think even gay, would find Sarah Manzi attractive because she's that damn amazing. And you can't fault someone for falling in love with her. So three incidents in my life. And I hadn't been back in the United States for a full 365 days yet. Right. The show's called Chill with the Craziness, and that's what we need to do. We need to chill with the craziness. Right. Uh, everybody knows what happened recently. Uh just yesterday, uh, you know, NASCAR's talking about taking down the Confederate flags. Um, you know, we had the NASCAR racer, Bro Wallace. Um, uh, so I guess someone put noose in his locker. I'm gonna go back to Cat Williams on this one. Listen, selling young um Racial epithets at me? Okay. It is just deserving? It ain't. All I'm trying to do is just run. Outside, stay in shape. But if you're not going to get out the car and try to beat me down, you're wasting your time. Or you think you're going to scare me? Right? You're not going to scare me, man. I promise you that. What's scary is... Being in a foreign country with no weapon, walking the streets, you and some other person that you don't really know that well. Right? That's scary. You don't know who the enemy is. That's scary. You just expose yourself as my enemy. Right? You ain't gonna scare me. Right? You put in nooses, right? Where Cat Williams says, you put in, when, uh, where they were putting the nooses on the, uh, the doors of the, uh, uh black professors, uh, offices and whatnot. And you wore a noose, um, at, uh, the BET Awards. And what he was trying to say, he was like, you know, black people, we ain't scared of rope. It's the hanging we got a problem with. So if you're not gonna hang somebody, what you been putting nooses for? Right? Oh, Wallace. Right? He's already on the front lines every day. He's already doing NASCAR. Right? It's already nerve-wracking and stress-wracking enough. Right? 
doing what he's doing. And all the stereotypes he's had to fight. You think putting a noose in his garage or wherever it was, you think that's going to bother him? He's way too strong of an individual to let that affect him. So they're cowards to me, right? Because they picked a strong target and that wasn't going to affect him. So props to Bubba Wallace handling, handling that situation uh, with class and dignity. And shout, shout out to NASCAR for taking down the Confederate flags. Um, the SEC in football, uh, the commissioner says they're not going to have the uh, uh, championship in Mississippi unless they change their state flag. That's major right there, you know, because we've, you know, um, we've seen in the media um, among black leaders talking about the changes that come within the white communities um, to ins- help institutions change. And, you know, and props to the SEC commissioner for doing that. Um you know the changes changes is coming uh, within the white community, so um, a lot of love and respect uh, for them to do that. Um, you guys know my stance on the Confederate flag. We're not going to go into it again. I don't want to bore you all to death, but I do want to apologize to my listeners. I did say, right, and shout out to my main man Brovis. Let me mention you. Because I know you, I know because you told me you know you're a big time listener to my show. I appreciate your love and attention as well. And we talk a lot offline. Um, I did say I wasn't going to argue with people. Uh, what is it, what's that old term? Boredom is the devil. I admit, I I argued with some people. And what I've come to realize, I thought about this thought, right? If that makes sense, and. I was just saying it and I didn't think it was true until my main man Brovis, right? He he said a statement and someone tried to argue with him. He clowned the person royally, a royal beatdown. And then the person kept on coming back and they brought up something else that had nothing to do with the original conversation. And he clowned them on that. And then they brought up something else. He kept on clowning them back and forth until the person just stopped because they had nothing else to bring up. I give him props because he had a lot of patience with this person and kept on clowning them each time. Me, I just stopped after three or four beatdowns. Like every time they brought up something else, um, I just stopped. So I give him props for he kept on going. And I realized my I, my original statement I thought was true. My original statement was, um, you know, if... You know, if you're closed minded and you're not willing for your mind to be opened, right, you're, you're going to find an excuse, right, to think how you think. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So I was arguing with somebody. Uh, they're, they're saying, um, um, you know, no, don't run away from the police and, you know, things like this won't happen, blah, blah, blah this and that. I was like, um, Excuse me, um, well, no, Castillo didn't run from the police. Breonna Taylor was sleeping. You know what I'm saying? Amadeo uh, Diallo, he showed his ID. And he was shot by plainclothes policemen. You know, yes, they were on duty. 
right? They they didn't run. And then he said, instead of being like, you know what, Rock, you're right. That was an egregious statement I made. I'm sorry for that. I'm going to take that down because that was totally wrong and I forgot all about them. It's all right. Abadol Diallo happened in 2001, in 2000, 2001, right? Philando Castile, that was a couple years. That was back in 2016. Not in anybody's memory anymore. We remember the video. Like I said, you, you forgot about it. Good. That's great. I didn't forget about it. It's all right. You forgot about it. I didn't forget about it. You know, you, you can bring up George Floyd's criminal record. Fine. Bring it up. Shar Brooks had a criminal record. I saw, I saw this meme saying, oh, you're trying to make him a martyr. He had, a, you know, he had a criminal record. He was driving. Drunk. Yeah, yeah, he was wrong. I'll say Rashad Brooks was wrong. And the people who burnt down that, uh, the group of people that burnt down that that uh, uh, that Wendy's, they were even more wrong because it proves to the racist already. Oh, see that? See, we told you that's who they are. You're proving their point, the racist's point. You're proving it to them when you do stuff like that. Yeah. So that meme popped up. I said, "You're right." Jar Brooks, he's not a martyr to me. Amadou Diallo is. Actually, Philando Castile is because he listened to the cops and did exactly what that cop wanted him to do. He wanted him to show his ID, show that he was able to carry his firearm. And all you NRA gun nuts, you didn't support that brother not one bit. You didn't march to Washington. Y'all didn't do goddamn thing. Thing for that brother. Now, one thing. But it's all right, though. Deshaun Brooks had a criminal record. George Floyd had a criminal record. You can talk to them. Right? I saw this one meme. And I, I was arguing. I was. I didn't really argue. It's like um, they showed a picture of a white guy. And he uh, he got he was uh, had two knees on his neck from from the cops. And and it said white privilege. No, I was like, okay, I understand where, where where he's going with this. Um, so I said, you know, it's you know, it's crazy that you yet you mentioned that. Um, because back in two thousand sixteen, I don't know if anybody remembers this case. Uh, Tony Tempa, he was killed uh, in Dallas by due to the hands of police brutality. Um, and uh, one of the cops was actually making fun of him while he was, um, you know, uh, while the cops, uh, were on his neck. Um, and Dallas just changed, uh, their choke call laws four years after Tony Tempo's deaths. And Eric Gardner, right, finally the state assembly just, uh, recently just passed the act of anti-chokehold as a law. It's it's even though it's been banned by the NYPD since 1993. Right. And we've just had another chokehold incident in New York City. Literally days after the assembly just passed it. But it still has to be signed 
by the New York State Senate. And then after that, it becomes law when George, oh, I'm sorry, when the Governor Cuomo signs off on it. So Governor Cuomo, you want to make a Juneteenth um, a state holiday, but you still haven't put pressure on this on the Senate to make sure that we pass this Eric Gardner law. Even though we shouldn't need the law because the NYPD banned it in 1993. But at least have some extra assurance. Right? You guys see where I'm going with this? I know you guys do. Like I said, I apologize to my listeners for... I said I wasn't going to argue with them. Believe me, you know, and I learned my lesson. So after my man, Brian Brovis, he, he kept on arguing. The person kept on changing their minds, um, you know, and he, and he was still clowning the person brilliantly, might I add. Shout, shout out to my man, Brian Brovis. Brilliantly clowning this person. I was laughing with the beat down. I literally was laughing out loud how he was beating this person down verbally. And I was like, you know, they'll just find a reason, you know. And then when I brought up the fact that, you know, Castile didn't run away or, you know, wasn't, you know, resisting arrest. Um, then he said, um, well, blacks on black crime, that's a bigger problem in the country um, than police brutality. I was like, OK, let's just say that's true. Black on black crime is a bigger problem in America than police brutality. That's fine. OK, I'll, I'll, I'll rock with that statement. Yes, it is a problem. So I said, so we're giving cops a pass then for the police brutality that leads to deaths, not just black people, right? Someone just posted a video about uh, uh, there was a black cop who uh, shot an an unarmed uh, white man, right? Police brutality doesn't know color, you know, know, with Freddie Gray, majority of those cops were black in the Freddie Gray incident. You know what I'm saying? I didn't forget. You know those cops were black? Wasn't a whole bunch of white cops? No. It's like three or four black cops. And like two white cops. Police brutality doesn't know color. It's police brutality. That could be anybody. Of any color. Black cops being on black cops, white cops being on, uh, you know, black cops being on white, uh, black people, white cops being on white, uh, white people. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, man. It's police brutality. That's my issue. It doesn't matter that it's uh, a white cop doing that to a black person. You know what I'm saying? It's the police brutality in general that I have a problem with, and what gets does get sensationalized sensationalized, excuse me, in the media is when a white cop does it to a, a, a black person. Yes, it does uh, get more uh, sensationalized. Um, you know, and at the same time, I don't like that how, you know, our, you know, you know, a black man's life is all of a sudden gets more sensationalized. I'm not a big fan of that. I, I'm, you know, we appreciate the awareness. Um, but at the end of the day, the social reform um, organizations, you know, they're the ones profiting it. Yes, I said it. They're the ones profiting off of it even more so. 
You know, the worst thing that happened to the guy who was selling end apartheid t-shirts is when apartheid actually ended. That guy had to figure out something else, another t-shirt to sell. You know, you know, when we're talking Black Lives Matter, how far are we going? Um, when uh, President Trump changed the um, uh, transgender uh, insurance plan, so they, now they're not able to get certain medicines uh, to keep up with this transition. Um, isn't Dwayne Wade's uh, son transitioning now to a female? Is that a black life that matters? Like, how far do you go with Black Lives Matter? You know, or are you just going to stick strictly to police brutality and sell dope T-shirts? All lives matter. I didn't see you defending transgenders. Not one of y'all. Yeah. And somebody's saying, well, you're not out there uh, protesting. Listen, here's why I'm not out there protesting. Because we know policies need to change. And what have you know, the protests really accomplished? Props to the SEC commissioner for you know saying we're, we're going to change... Um, the uh, you know, the the uh, SEC championship game from Mississippi unless you change the state law. Maybe the protest had something to do with it. Maybe it had something to do with NASCAR. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they would have done it eventually. I don't know. So if the protesting helped with that, that's fine. There also been had also has been a lot of violence with the protest as well. That has been unnecessary. And I'm not gonna be out there. Protesting and at the same time, other people are committing violence. I'm not being a part of that because I'm not signing up for that. So I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing with my podcast because this is how I'm not necessarily protesting, though. But at the same time, though, I'm giving an objective view. Right. And letting you guys know where I'm coming from. Like I said, shout out to all my listeners. You guys have been great. Um, I've been getting a lot of uh, positive responses. Um, probably main man Joe, you know, you know, said I was brave talking about what I was talking about. So I appreciate that. Um, like I said, I was trying to avoid that conversation. So that made me feel good about myself. He's the one, to, you know, main man Joe Ramel. He's the one keeping me motivated to keep on doing this. Um, you know, because someday I'm like, damn, yo. Or the listeners weren't as high the last show. Then it's like, damn, do I need to keep on doing this? Nobody's listening. You know what I'm saying? But he's like, yo, man, you got to keep it going. Got to keep it going. You know, um, you know, and the uh, listeners have been going up um, uh, over the last few shows. So I really appreciate everybody taking the time out uh, of their day to listen to me. Um, but like I said, you know, we're going to try to, like I said, we're going to end this on some motivation. You know, because it seems like I'm being, I've been negative the last couple shows, um, and I don't want to come off as being negative. Um, I do want to say this, like I said, we, you know, we, we've been at. I asked you to be the best person that you could possibly be. Now I'm gonna ask this, because we haven't been asking this, right? You know, I am following a lot of people on social media. You know, it's been nice. You know, yesterday, you know, yesterday I went on news feeds. I didn't see a whole bunch of racist memes. You know, um, it's been nice not seeing that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, some people, you know, stop being offended to everything. It's not about being offended. It's just like, it's just, it's just like, 
Like I said before, it's like, damn, I thought you guys were on my side. I thought we were rocking together. And now I'm something like, yo, that's what you really think about me. Like, yeah, oh. It's like you forgot. Oh, I got that. You know, I got Rock 25 as my friend. He might not like this. You know, maybe I shouldn't post this. You know what I'm saying? But y'all quick to repost. Quick to say something. And you forget about everybody else that's on your friend list. Or that, you know, that he might be offended by that. And if you don't care that I'm offended, you want to post it anyway, fine. Guess what? I don't got to rock with you no more. You know what I'm saying? If you're that close-minded, right? Because some of y'all I've been arguing with, you don't even comment back. The ones that post stuff. Your friends comment back, but you don't necessarily comment back. Because you know you are wrong. You're like, oh yeah, that's right. Breonna Taylor was sleeping. Ugh. That was a dumb meme I just posted. Right, you forget that. You forget Abner Lee was shot 21 times. I'm sorry, he I'm sorry, he was shot 41 times. You forgot Laquan McDonald was shot 16 times by one police officer. You forget about that. He was surrounded by a whole bunch of other police officers. But only one cop fired while he was walking away. Yes, Lil' McDonald had a knife. He was still walking away. And he's surrounded by 10 other police officers. Bill Castillo was in the car with his woman and his daughter in the back. And was legally able to carry. You forget about that, but you post your NRA stuff, but you forget about him and you didn't come to his defense, but you came to George Zimmerman's defense was to stand your law ground. Shit. Jimmy Martin should have tried to hit him. Should have known Zimmerman had a gun. G- gave an excuse for George Zimmerman. You gave him a pass, but you didn't give Flannel Castile one. So this is what I'm asking for you guys. Right. I said to give your best, to be your best. And, and it's gonna be this is gonna be the toughest thing to ask. I want you to ask the people around you to give their best. Say to your man, say to your woman, say to your kids, I'm doing this. Reverment of myself and for you. I'm asking you to do the damn same thing. This is what I need from you. What do you need from me? Because if what I'm doing is not enough. Right. What do I need to do to to step it up some more? It's like the late great Rich Piana said, we can always do more. If you tell yourself you can't, what did Confucius say? The person that says he can and the person that says he can't, they're usually both right. I told Landon yesterday, the difference between a stumbling block and a stepping stone, the only difference between those two things is perception. Perception. 
to stop looking at that stumbling block as a stumbling block. Start looking at it as a stepping stone. And I promise you, I promise you, your world's going to change. Right? Because the stuff that's hard now, there's a reward at the end. The stuff that's easy now, there is no reward at the end. I'm just going to leave it at that. Like I said, I appreciate everybody for listening to me. I appreciate everybody for rocking with me. Shout out to all my listeners. Please, you guys have been doing a great job in this. Please keep on hitting me up on my Instagram, Rock to Fizzle. Keep on hitting me up on my Twitter, Rock to My Facebook messenger, Rock to Fizzle. I appreciate all the feedback you guys have been giving me. Um, please continue to hit me up on that. Summertime, shoot, you know, I still got my book out, Art of Being a Player. All right. Um, still on uh, uh, Still on Amazon as well. Um, uh, so you know, if, uh, you know, uh, you know, do better by relationships or get that girl with your dreams. Yo, that's that's a book for you. Um, and, and that's all I got. Like I said, I appreciate everybody. Like I said, keep on doing the best that you can possibly do. If you can do more, do more. Because I know you can. Now, I need you guys to ask people around you to do their best, too. And that's how we're going to get this world a better place. This is Rock 25. Chill with the craziness. Sign up.